Welcome to the CTV show. I am here guest hosting the inaugural episode with the show's normal host, Garrett McDonald. Garrett, I'm so excited about the show. Yeah, thanks for having me uh, on my own show. This is great. Thanks, Miles. Yeah, absolutely. So just to start, I know you're going to be interviewing a lot of marketing leaders in the space. Uh, So I thought interviewing you sort of about the show and why you're doing it, I'd start with a little bit of a softball. Uh, Who are you? Who's Garrett McDonald? Yeah. Uh, So I live in San Clemente, California, which is home of the world's best climate, uh, where it's 72 and sunny year round. Um, I'm an ad tech exec, uh, have been for over a decade. Uh, I got very interested in CTV in 2018 uh, and decided to go all in last summer, started working for a company called Iris TV. Uh, We're effectively like a data engineering company, uh, and we developed the first and only data platform that's built specifically for video, where we structure, connect, and activate video data to enable better viewing experiences for consumers and then drive better advertising outcomes by unlocking this video level data uh, and then making it actionable for the entire advertising industry. So basically like video and CTV results are better when they're iris enabled. Yeah, and I know you've had the chance to sell a lot of different technology. It sounds like in our conversations, you're pretty excited about this one. Yeah, this is definitely uh, the most exciting one of all. Um, I've been in you know corporate America, Fortune 500 companies for about 10 years. And then the last 12 years uh, with venture backed and bootstrapped uh, MarTech and ad tech SaaS companies. Uh, but this by far is, is sort of the, you know, the, the, the biggest one of all. So talking about podcasts, there are a million podcasts. Why this one? Why is CTV worth doing a podcast around? Yeah, uh, it is uh, the, the biggest question that I've been kicking around for the last several months. You know, I kind of call it the, the wildebeest migration where, you have $150 billion of linear, linear TV ad spend that is moving to a $20 billion industry where the eyeballs are outpacing the ad spend, similar to all the work that I've done over the last 12 years in the mobile uh, advertising space. Um, and you know, nearly half of the US population is not reachable with traditional TV advertising, whether it's you know cord cutters or shavers or nevers. Uh, and my, you know, uh, hope and and the eventual outcome is to improve the virtuous cycle in CTV, similar to the work that I've done in mobile, uh, and really kick off that advertising flywheel with CTV, where you know publishers are creating great content to attract more eyeballs, and you know they need to make more money, uh, and at the same time they need to future-proof their business for all the privacy and regulation that is upon us, uh, and then second, marketers. You know, they need to acquire eyeballs and sell products and services, uh, and they need to drive more efficient brand lift and performance across this new medium. Uh, and they, they want it to look more like TV buying uh, so that they can invest with confidence. And a lot of that has to do with the lack of transparency right now that's holding a lot of these uh, dollars and in investment back. And then finally, uh, consumers, you know, they demand better ad experiences that are less intrusive and, and you know, I, I guess more, more uh, drive a better experience in order to exchange their eyeballs for that great content and then, you know, to drive commerce and buy products and services. So 
Um, CTV is a super complicated space. Uh, it's moving at the speed of light. There's you know, a lot of webinars. There's some events that are picking up again. Um, but there's nothing that's really specialized. You know, there's no source of truth to like figure out how to do it. Uh, and there's a ton of smart people in our space. Um, but nobody really has the time to like weed through all the Gary Vee videos to see if he just happens to talk about, you know, CTV. Uh, and so, you know, we need to work together, learn the mechanics of how, you know, the CTV ad ecosystem works. And then hopefully we can lay the groundwork and build the foundation to, you know, facilitate uh, years of growth ahead. And I'm curious, when you talk about CTV as this incredibly complex thing, yeah. there's lots of marketers like me who are involved and run Facebook ads, you know, sold e-commerce, but don't yeah. really understand the plumbing. I know that's your bread and butter. And just for context of all the listeners, because you're going to be a host every day, I think it would be helpful how does CTV work when you're using Iris TV versus when you're not using Iris TV? Yeah. So uh, with, I mean, definitely a loaded topic and something that, you know, we'll unpack over uh, with the experts, how they're, you know, running effective CTV campaigns. But effectively right now today, without Iris TV, 100% of CTV and video advertising is not technically verified brand safe or suitable. Uh, and, you know, that's a bit of a, a shocking, you know, shock and awe statement, but, uh, and I won't name any names, but, you know, sometimes it's close enough. Sometimes it sort of feels like it is, but there's really no guarantee. And that's because the legacy tools weren't built for video. Uh, you know, the page URL, if you think about page, uh, you know, web, web and display advertising, the page URL is passed in the bid stream. It's publicly available. So companies can come in and crawl that page to understand what the content is about and therefore, you know, assign uh, contextual signals to that page or contextual flags to that page. But the URL for the video is not passed publicly in the bid stream due to, you know, digital rights management and other, other restrictions. Like a publisher would never let that video URL be leaked in the bid stream publicly. Uh, and so these legacy tools don't have access to that video URL. So, so what we do is we ingest raw video assets from content providers uh, and we structure that data and then assign a unique and anonymized Iris ID to every video in our system. Uh, that Iris ID has nothing to do with the user, nothing to do with the device. It's literally just an ID for the video itself. Uh, and the IAB Tech Lab, which is like the Internet Advertising Bureau that is the, you know, one of the governing bodies over uh, all of our, you know, advertising industry, uh, as long as, as well as a, a dozen other uh, supporters recently approved that IRIS ID as the standard for identifying content and then translating uh, that content between buy and sell side so that, uh, you know, video advertising content is more transparent. Uh, and effectively, we send all of that normalized video content uh, to over a dozen data partners. And, you know, these are kind of the usual suspects, uh, you know, the largest contextual data partners in the space. And each of them have their own secret sauce, computer vision and uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning and neuro-linguistic programming. And they're basically, uh, you know, effectively enriching that video content and sending it back to Iris as an enriched asset. We then make that available, uh, that contextual signal, 
available to all of the ad platforms for transactions. Um, so, you know, an example would be instead of a video uh, being labeled very generically as food content, uh, you would know that it's Aron Sanchez, it's gourmet cuisine, it's vegetarian or seafood, it's, you know, there's a KitchenAid mixer in the video stream uh, and dozens of other keywords about that content that gives the marketers transparency into what they're buying, which is the actual video. Uh, and so, you know, effectively it makes it look more like TV. In fact, you know, it's really better than TV um, because it gives them transparency into the actual video content, not just what's the show before and show after and like genre and title and description stuff. Uh, so we give, you know, marketers the ability to invest with confidence uh, in, you know, video and CTV for the first time ever. And as a non-ad tech person, so let, yeah. I might be dumbing this down, but so, down. so I understand it. <laughs> So ESPN is running a bunch of video on CTV as an example, or let's not use a name, but let's just say any of these big content providers, yep. Yep. They, they give you the, the actual content, like the, like the football show in the morning. Yep. You guys then identify that with specific Iris ID. That ID okay. then becomes available on a marketplace when me as a beer company wants to run my content and you're validating it as brand safe and you're validating it with these contextual triggers. So I know that my beer ad is going to show to people who like to watch football. Very, very close. Our data okay. partners are the one, everything that you said was true. Uh, our data partners are the ones that are actually verifying that that content is uh, you know, aligned with what they are trying to target or the uh, audience that they're trying to reach. And so Effectively, it enables marketers to target users uh, that are watching certain types of content uh, that's verified by their data partner of choice. Got it. So the data partners use Iris, and then you guys are the plumbing behind them being almost like a service provider to right. the ad buyer to get to that content stream. So you're yeah, kind of like the back end network. Our, our customer effectively, or, or uh, at, from the start, is really the publishers. So the publishers use Iris to make their content Iris enabled to, you know, future-proof their business for privacy, but also to, to drive monetization opportunities, um, whether it's, you know, yield fill rates, you know, CPMs, or uh, being able to monetize inventory at lower floors. There's, you know, a lot of uh, benefits for a publisher. Um, and the publisher is our, our end customer. Um, and then we ingest their content, send it out to our data partners to get enriched uh, with all of these, you know, kind of metadata tags. Um, and then we make those, that, that new signal, that contextual signal about what's inside the video. Uh, we make that available to all of the ad platforms where then a marketer, an advertiser, could come in and, and uh, you know, align their creative next to the topic of content that resonates with their brand most effectively. That's pretty amazing. So you're basically bringing <laughs> the type of visibility that you'd see on a paid social platform in yep. terms of triggers, but instead of the audience being the trigger, it's the type of content, you're bringing that level of targeting to a brand. Yeah, and, and these tools have existed for, for many years in uh, display advertising. And, and what we're effectively doing is, is 
taking what's worked with page level, you know, display advertising and enabling it for video. And it really starts with the content, the access to the content. There's a lot of conversations in the space around, you know, measurement and currencies and all of these things are, you know, super important, but it really starts with the content. If you don't have access to the content, um, you're sort of missing, you know, one of the major components of an advertising campaign's effectiveness. So um, we, we work directly with publishers. We have data partners, uh, contextual data partners that uh, do all of the verification and the enrichment of the video content itself. Uh, and then we make that available to all of the ad platforms, whether it's a, you know, an SSP, like a supply platform or a demand side platform, a buying platform that is, you know, wanting to transact on this new signal. Uh, or if it's a marketer through their agency that wants to, you know, drive more effective outcomes, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, more performance or uh, just in fact, you know, now they want to have brand safe and suitable content uh, that they're advertising in their campaigns. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to make sure I get it really clearly. Yeah. So I'm going to give you, a, there's three stakeholders here. There's the... Yep. There's the supply side partner, or so what, or sorry, the three acronyms. So I want you to tell me each stakeholder and how they get value out of using Iris. So if I'm a customer, if I'm a publisher, like I can yep. run down the list really quickly. Yeah, so, so publishers gain more visibility into their video assets. Usually a publisher has, uh, you know, somewhat limited reference metadata available or, you know, available to them about their content. Uh, and so, you know, they're able with Iris, uh, they're able to make better use of their video investments. Uh, they're able to execute, you know, better monetization strategies, uh, you know, driving increased yield and fill rates. Uh, they make more money on inventory that uh, normally monetizes at lower floors. Um, they are also able to uh, future proof their business uh, for privacy and pending legislation. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, we also have a, a, a recommendations engine that helps them increase their video views. Uh, more than 75% increase in video views is like the average. Wow. So they can take those increased video views and sell that, uh, those impressions and make more money and then continue to invest in uh, more content and, you know, more editorial uh, capabilities. So Ultimately, for publishers, we're driving, you know, making better use of their video investments. Uh, and then for marketers, you know, they're able to target users that are watching certain types of content um, and have that verified by, you know, a trusted partner of theirs. Um, they're able to run, you know, brand safe and suitable campaigns, which, you know, has not been possible with, with video, with the exception of the page level, as I described earlier. Um, and, you know, by aligning their, their creative with the topic of content that's being consumed, the performance goes through the roof, whether it's, you know, recall or relevance or response or, you know, brand lift or uh, purchase intent or just engagement uh, metrics. Uh, and, and it makes sense, you know, like if you think about it, your identity, your online identity, my online identity is really just the things that we engage with, those contextual signals that are built up over time. And there's nothing more real time than being able to target a user in the moment 
that's watching certain types of content that is relevant to your brand. So uh, for marketers, you know, it starts with brand safety and suitability, but at the end of the day, it's about driving more performant campaigns, a better user experience and, you know, better, uh, better metrics and, and, and results. Um, for the SSPs and the DSPs, the buying platforms and the supply platforms, it gives them, you know, the ability to sell new products and also um, drive better campaigns on behalf of marketers who are buying into their inventory. So it's really the same, uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, sequential benefit of, of a marketer. And, you know, as, as supply side platforms and demand side platforms are sort of in the middle of publishers and advertisers, it's the same benefit or mutual symbiotic benefit for uh, the entire ecosystem. And, you know, as they say, kind of rising tide floats all boats. This is a new signal that is an old way of marketing or advertising, but has uh, taken on new forms with video advertising and also, uh, you know, a bit of a resurgence given all of the issues with identity and addressability and, and legislation around privacy. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I love the fact that you're taking a framework that has already worked and applying it to a field that's about to blow up because that's a great right. recipe uh, for success. So, all right, final yep. question I've got for you. Where do you see the industry going? Do you have any predictions? What's what's next? You talked about privacy. You talked about you know, the need for more visibility. Anything else you see as a big trend in CTV? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's all sorts of ways that uh, CTV is bought today. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to get into that with all the experts that that we uh, interview. But effectively today, marketers are buying, you know, run of app uh, CTV or, or page level when it comes to video. Uh, and and run of app by run of app, I mean you know they're buying C Samsung TV Plus or uh, you know Vizio or Roku or whatever it is. They're not getting transparency into the channel or the publisher or the actual video content itself. Uh, and in some other ways, you know they they might do a curated deal where they you know package up a bunch of sports apps and they call it you know sports. Um, but as we know, there, you know, the, the kind of three points of the triangle of success for any, you know, advertising campaign, you have audience and content and context. And, you know, all of these components are equally important. Um, content always super important I've, uh, uh, in, in, our, in, in our experience. Um, and, you know, as identity and addressability solutions continue to you know, face significant headwinds, um, whether it's cookie deprecation and, you know, less than a year or, you know, mounting legislation that we're seeing with things like, you know, the Surveillance uh, Act and, and, you know, the things that we saw today in, 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 uh, in Germany. And, you know, there's a resurgence of context that, that really plays an important role. And so, you know, what, what I wanna do is to highlight the people and the things that are happening shine a light on, you know, the things that are working well <clears throat> to really move budgets, you know, facilitate the dollars that are moving from other channels um, and then drive, you know, incremental growth of, of the advertising industry, but also CTV, as I mentioned, really facilitating that spend moving from linear TV to CTV. And there's a ton of smart people in our space that, that, that are making that happen. And so why not create a forum and a channel for, everyone to have an opportunity to share their story and, you know, talk about, you know, what metrics or dimensions are most important to optimize uh, to make, 
you know, better use of their investments to, you know, understand household data and how that's supplied and, and, you know, in relation to context and quantifying recall and aided and unaided awareness, you know, seem to be the, the kind of holy grail. And so, you know, we're going to get there, but it's uh, building the forum for, for, you know, the, the smartest marketers to share their story and, and hopefully, you know, again, uh, influence outcomes with uh, the entire industry. Well, I'm super excited to be one of the first yeah. listeners. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for uh, for sharing all of that today. If anyone wants to reach out to Garrett about coming on the show, uh, it's Garrett McDonald at iris.tv on LinkedIn. Uh, also, you can just look up iris.tv's website uh, and I'm sure using all the modern tools of today, grab his email address uh, and Garrett, can't wait to uh, watch this flourish in the coming months and excited to go be a part of it. Yeah, thanks, Miles. Appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you all there. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The CTV Show. We look forward to having you back next time.